Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. Today, I've got another deep dive for you. But before we get into it, I must say I am not an expert in NFTs. I am not an expert in anything remotely money related. I'm also not claiming you will learn everything about NFTs in this episode. I just wanted to do this mini deep dive because I know that many of us have no clue what an NFT is. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. What's more, there aren't tons of us who understand how NFTs could potentially reshape how we look at the beauty industry, as well as how we spend our money. So I will be relying heavily on research and I'll be sure to leave links to all of the articles I've used to collate this information for you. That said, I did have access to Dara Shostak, one of the two female founders of the Fortuna NFT DAO, who are on a mission to empower and educate people in this often complicated but potentially profitable concept. So stay tuned for some advice from Dara. First of all, what does NFT stand for? Non-fungible tokens. So that was easy. The acronym still doesn't tell me anything. So let's try and break it down further. So the non-fungible part of NFT means that this thing is unique. It cannot be replaced with something else. NFTs are digital items or assets that you own that cannot be replicated or taken. They are yours and they are certified, giving you proof of ownership. Much like when you buy a designer bag in real life, you will often be given a certificate of authenticity along with your receipt, which always comes in handy if and when you choose to then sell that bag. An NFT can basically be anything that's digital. From drawings to music to your brain downloaded and turned into an AI, artificial intelligence. Which is kind of cool, I think. But what about you? Um, Maybe you don't fancy that. Let me know over in the DMs if you're listening. um, Do you fancy having an AI version of yourself hanging around out there? (laughs) NFTs are part of and are verified on the Ethereum blockchain. There are other blockchains. I'm not going to get into those now because I don't have the time all the knowledge. But let's say we all understand now that the an NFT is a digital asset that proves ownership. So we've got that far. For me, it's really interesting to see that certain brands and people in the beauty industry are really getting on board. For Huda Beauty founder Huda Katan, the beauty space hasn't been this exciting since social media first emerged. On her YouTube channel, Huda said NFTs will democratize wealth and give women around the world a lot more financial power. She believes that everyone should get involved right now and hinted that her brand might look into launching its own NFT. Beauty brands who are already leading the way with their own NFTs include NARS, Givenchy Beauty and ELF, which was the first to dive in back in June last year. Vice President of Brand at ELF, Gayatri Budraha, said this wasn't about hype for the brand, and it wasn't a one-off. When the brand launched its first series of crypto cosmetics, it came out with just nine pieces of art based on popular physical products. Elf wanted to make accessible NFTs, so each of them cost less than $9. The goal was to appeal to the brand's superfans, as well as so-called crypto diehards. Apparently, the brand doesn't know who bought the NFTs, so it was most likely an exercise in gaining clout simply by being the first. Obviously, it makes Elf the leaders on the whole 
NFT hype train. Right now, I would say that most beauty brands that would consider using NFTs would do it to promote a specific project, perhaps a new launch, to create a sense of community or to raise funds for a charity. And of course, further down the line, perhaps to make a profit. NARS launched three NFTs to celebrate its hero blush orgasm. It's an iconic product, so the brand commissioned female-identifying artist Sarah Shaquille, Azade Jean-Pierre and Nina Kravitz, and each NFT came with physical items of makeup, such as a limited-edition jumbo-size orgasm blush, lip balms and more. At the time, in an article on Vogue Business, the NARS Vice President of Global Digital Strategy... Why can't I say digital? At the time, in an article on Vogue Business, the NARS Vice President of Global Digital Strategy and Social Engagement, Dina Fierro, said, This is not a revenue-generating opportunity. The goal is to create a really interesting, creative experience around a core and iconic product. Interestingly, the three artists involved were only paid by the brand. They didn't make any money from the sale of the NFTs themselves. NARS sold their NFTs on Truzy, a platform created by Mark Beckman. And weirdly, I've tried looking for any signs of life from Truzy on social media, such as Twitter and Instagram. And they haven't done anything since August, which was when the NARS NFT happened. One thing I did find from Mark was that he said the NFTs for NARS were given, um, they were put on a tier system to ensure artworks would be valued at the right price and allowed new users to enter the world of NFTs without feeling intimidated by the price. But I find the concept of the right price really telling about NFTs in general because, of course, we will all have different ideas on what the right price is. You're purchasing to support a project. But as with any financial investment, you could be at risk of losing that, that money that you spent. Let's say you paid £500 for an NFT that you absolutely adored and you believed in the community surrounding it. If you ever wanted to sell that NFT, you would be hoping that the market agrees with you on that value so that you make a profit. But if the market doesn't agree with you, you'd be selling at a loss. Moving away from beauty for a second, NFTs clearly got their start in the world of digital art and I've often seen them referred to as an evolution of fine art collecting. I find using fine art as an example really helpful, actually. While you can purchase a print of the Mona Lisa just about anywhere in the world, only one person or entity, which in this case is the French Republic, which keeps the iconic painting at the Louvre in Paris, only one entity can own the original Mona Lisa. One thing that has got me really interested in NFTs is that it's being touted as a major opportunity for women in particular. It's already a male-dominated space, as with much of the finance world and crypto world. But apparently there are some major opportunities for women who currently only make up 16% of the NFT market. I wanted to find out more about this angle. So I spoke with New York-based Dara Shostek. She is one of the founders of soon-to-launch NFT DAO Fortuna. I spoke to Dara to really find out why they think that more women need to get involved with NFTs. First of all, I keep reading this stat that women only make up 16% of the NFT marketplace. And as such, that women should be getting into it. So I just thought you being a female in the business, if you could just tell me why should women get on board with NFTs? So 
you're right. Men are three times more likely to collect NFTs. I think the 16% figure is actually creators, so artists making NFTs. Um, the crypto space itself, it's not that much higher. Um, I think the latest I saw was 19% of women are crypto investors. Um, it's something that women should get into because it's in so many ways the future. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating. NFTs are one uh, facet, but a very important facet of what people refer to as Web3. So I think your audience was probably familiar with Web 2.0, social media, that kind of thing. So imagine me telling you in the 80s that you could get in on the internet um, early on or in the 2000s that you could be part of starting Facebook. And I feel if Zuckerberg had been anything other than a cis white man, we'd have an entirely different world. So with Web3 fast upon us and we're building this new metaverse, this new world that we're all going to be a part of, should women not be involved at the onset? So it is about making money and it's about having our fair share as women, but there's also so much more on the line. Can you sense? push that a bit more for me? Because I am, you know, I am, I am one of those people, I have no clue. And I won't lie, when I, I kept seeing these, again, white men on TikTok, on YouTube saying, women, women need to get into it. And one guy actually said, if you're an attractive, smart woman, you can make so much money actually, you know, creating the NFTs of yourself. So I was like, let me just ask you, is it not just a ploy for like these white cis men to get more women to make them money at the end of the day? Like more women getting involved makes more money for everybody, right? I think there's an element of that. And there are projects that are strictly kind of only fans in Web3. Um, and there's no shame in that. Great. Get your money. Get your money in a new platform. But there are a lot of women-led and women-driven and projects that are about so much more and about community and building our own communities. And, and if we're doing Web3, bringing empathy to that and making it a fair and equitable place for all of us to be, and we shouldn't leave that in the hands of white men. Whiteness and maleness are, have for so long been the default identities of the internet. And if we have this opportunity to change it, I don't, I don't see why we wouldn't. So tell me more about Fortuna, like where you fit in. Fortuna is what we're calling um, our NFT-based DAO. And I know that those are two acronyms that <laughs> no one knows what they mean or few people know what they mean. Um, a DAO, it stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. So it's kind of like an online company community. In our case, definitely more of a community. Um, and ours has this purpose of, of directing the funds that we do raise towards efforts that the community uh, believe in, causes that support women, businesses run by women. So putting these funds into paying it forward. And it's really a way to take a piece of this massive crypto pie and do something meaningful with it for women, both on and offline. Okay. Um, and the NFT, so the image that you're that you're buying when we launch, is kind of like a membership pass. And a lot of the NFT projects function in this way. There are obviously a lot of artist-driven projects where a creator has made something and wants to share it and sell it and have direct access to the funds and making royalties off of it. That's the big difference between an artist selling, you know, physical artwork and selling a digital artwork is with the smart contract, you build in royalties. So every time that artwork sells, you're making a cut, which is massive for artists. But when you're doing a project 
like Fortuna that is a generative art project, um, there'll be 7,777 passes. It's more about a membership. It's a membership key and it's definitely about art as well, but it's even more than that in that you get access to our community and our DAO where you will have a vote and a say in the things that we do with the money. It's interesting that you said that because um, when I was um, looking at beauty brands that have got involved in NFTs, I read that the NARS one, the the three creators that they worked with, the three artists in different um, genres, they got paid by NARS, but they didn't get any royalties. And I thought that was quite like, is that is that fair? I, I would argue not. Um, I think that that is the defining feature of nfts is that you build in royalties and that's what makes it different um that you are supporting the artists long term and if they blow up one day and they don't get to see a cut of that i i I don't think that that's fair personally well we've seen that happen in the music industry you know in fashion for years you know when somebody they try their hardest while they're alive and then you know unfortunately they're gone and then all the money comes in so I totally get what you mean. Um, To mention somebody else in the beauty industry, Huda Katan of Huda Beauty, she Mm -hmm. is really passionate about NFTs and she has said that they will democratize wealth. Would you agree with that? I think so, because they are open to everyone. um, And every day we're making advancements in the space to increase accessibility. And it does allow creators to take charge of their own artworks and not be hidden behind, you know, a, a deal, having to sign on to a contract with someone and this kind of things. It gives people a lot more, it puts the power in people's hands. Um, and that's what blockchain generally is about. It's a peer-to-peer environment. It cuts out the middleman. So I, 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 there are definitely, that's kind of one road it can take and go in the direction. If we have the right people in the space, it goes in the direction of democratization, the same way that the internet at its, at its onset, at its, when it was initially formed, that was its intention and it's gone in such a different direction. So I've always felt that Web3 is a chance to right those wrongs. What can we expect from Web3? What's different? That's the thing that I keep emphasizing people who are so early in this and you're hearing more and more about NFTs and that's great. But I, yeah, I think we're all going to have digital avatars. I mean, Reese Witherspoon tweeted about this recently. I don't want to quote her one-to-one, but you know, we're all going to be buying digital goods. We're all going to live so much, as much as we already live our lives online, there'll be even more of that. I think the pandemic has kind of pushed us in that direction. We've been forced to live online and now we're comfortable with it. And therefore Web3 is going to change the way we communicate. It's going to change the way that we interact with. Yeah, it, it kind of blurs the line between reality and, and our lives online and just kind of makes them one and i can't even say i know it's big in terms of gaming now but i do think that it'll continue to grow as we see things like the beauty industry and the fashion industry and and those kinds of people those kinds of folks getting involved um that's just that's just a sign of mass adoption and that it will be everywhere and the same way that we couldn't have predicted how web 2 would have shaped our lives it's it's the same kind of thing that we're really early on and there's a lot of promise a lot of potential and that's why we need to form it into the things that we want to see in our in our virtual world and our digital selves um 
yeah but there's tons of interesting projects out there I can't lie you know what it's given me vibes of though <laughs> I don't know if you've read the book Ready Player One it's given me real Ready Player One vibes of where you know the characters are so locked in their virtual world the re- the real world is like tumbling and it's awful and it's gray so that's just me with my my dark side but um you true obviously you truly believe in it that's why you've started your own nft dow so what would you say to anybody who's listening that's like i want to give it a go i'm not sure like what advice would you give them i just think this is the next big thing and if you have a little bit of liquidity and it's a smart investment at this point and it's an investment that can unlock so much more and getting women and non-binary folks and, and other people involved is so important at this stage. So even if you're hesitant, just, any, but if you have a little money, put some into crypto, try it out, see if you like it and, and join the community, get in, get involved on Twitter and it's starting to trickle into TikTok and a little bit on Instagram um, and a lot on Discord, which I know can be a little alienating for women a lot of the time, but when we enter these spaces, we make them in our likeness. If you want to know more about Fortuna, head to their Discord. And you can also find Fortuna on Instagram at Fortuna underscore Dow. As with anything financial, do your research or find someone else that can do it for you. Because there are a lot of slightly mad stories surrounding NFTs. From people paying house money, like hundreds of thousands, for clip art images of rocks that you can actually go and download online for free. It's true, I'll leave a link in the show notes for you. You'll even find NFTs of farts. But apparently we should all be getting involved and at the very least should be prepared by having a crypto wallet at the ready. Even major cities around the world are planning to invest a percentage of their treasury in crypto as it's already been cited as a way of combating inflation. So aside from women, who else could NFTs be good for? I think they're probably the best option for artists themselves. It's a way to protect your work I'm a photographer and it can be weird that people can just share your image and post it anywhere and everywhere. And some of those people might be brands that can actually make money from using your image because it might be of a product. So I think for artists and creatives, NFTs are great for giving them a sense of ownership. And they could also make a percentage of each sale every time an artwork is sold or resold. In an article on Vogue Business, Kai Tier. Vice President of Technology at Creative Agency RGA, said NFTs are a great way at encouraging behaviours or attracting a membership base. For instance, when skateboarding company Vans sold an NFT, it cost nothing. All you had to do to get one was link up your Spotify account to the Vans profile. In the same article, Tier also posed this question. What if you could get your makeup done professionally and were able to then buy a digital version of it? I get that as a question, but I couldn't help answering it with, but I could just take a photograph of my makeup myself. But perhaps that is my non-tech brain answering. I'm definitely intrigued to learn more. And that isn't me saying no to NFTs. If anything, I really want to know what I would do with it once I've purchased an NFT. Is it just a case of me using it as a screensaver or getting it printed and hanging it up on my wall? I don't know. For me, I think it's definitely a case of wait and see, but there's no harm in us getting our crypto wallets ready 
Just don't forget your password because I've read some awful stories. Thanks so much for listening. Do please tag me on social while you're listening and let me know if this mini deep dive helped you understand NFTs even a tiny bit more. See you next time.